Welcome to Infinite Possibilities, Rise from the Ashes of Your Past, a show where emotional health and resiliency are the keys to moving through all that stuff from your past that's holding you back in your life, business, and relationships, and hijacking the success you desire. Listen in and feel empowered to step into all of your possibilities. Now here's your host, Susan Desenzi. Welcome back to another episode of Infinite Possibilities, where we're talking about real shit that gets in our way every day on this adulting roller coaster of life that I don't know about you, I often feel I'm on. And we're having real conversations with people about how they've thrived, how they've overcome, how they've faced their challenges and really learned to move through them and created their own area of expertise and experience that is making a huge impact on the world. So I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm super glad that I'm here, because I've realized over the last week something pretty important. Now, I'm going to get really, really vulnerable with you guys in this episode, because I realized something that was buried deep, deep, deep inside of me that was really kind of holding me back. Starting a podcast can be super scary because you don't know if the things that you're sharing with people are going to be received well. You don't know if it's going to help. You don't know if it's going to make an impact. And I started this podcast because I just want to provide a safe environment where you can feel really able to kind of move through all the shit that's in your life. And yet it has brought up some scary feelings. And one of those feelings was that there was this piece of me whom I call Scared Susan, who really was kind of afraid to step out into her own power. And even though I am a successful entrepreneur and I'm an author and a licensed therapist and coach and all these wonderful, amazing, beautiful things, there was this little part of me that was terrified. And I was terrified because I was afraid there was going to be something that I would see in stepping out that would somehow prove that I wasn't lovable and that I wasn't worthy. And even though I'm a really confident and strong person and have felt, you know, worthy and valuable, in sometimes stepping out of my own shadows and looking back on what those shadows are and have been, I still see that little piece that is afraid and why I call her Scared Susan. And what I realized through a series of experiences I've had over this last week with my private coach and a group of an amazing people who I spent several days with was that there was really more of fearless Susan who has been around for many, 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 many years who has kept propelling me forward regardless of the obstacles I faced or the challenges I faced or the fears 
that kind of came up in my own head. And one of the things that I realized also, not just for my life, really through my work with all of my clients over the last 23 years as a professional therapist, was that so many people stay in their head because they use that but word. I really wish I could step out of my nine to five job and become that entrepreneur I've always wanted to be to start that business, but I'm so afraid. How am I going to replace my income and leave that nine to five job when I have to be able to provide for my family? Or, gosh, you know, I've really felt like my life is missing something and I just want to find out what that is. I just really want to see what that piece is so that I can move forward and live my passion and shit, maybe even figure out what the passion is, right? And step into it and do it. But I'm scared. What if I never figure that out? Will I be stuck in this relationship, this job, this marriage? this situation forever? Will I ever get out of this feeling like something's missing, that missing piece to the puzzle? And I know that in recognizing and honoring scared Susan and knowing that fearless Susan was there too and seeing how I was really allowing scared Susan to be in the driver's seat of my life and really allowed her to hold me back from stepping into my own power at times, I also came to the awareness and the realization that when I honored that scared Susan was there and yet had a frank conversation with her that said, look, I'm Fearless Susan, and I get that you're here, Scared Susan, and I'm always going to have your back, and I will always hold you and protect you, even if you didn't feel that way when you were a child or a teenager or a young adult or whatever age it might have been, but that I'm here, and I see you, and I honor you, and I love you, but, and there's my but, you really no longer can stay in the driver's seat. Because the truth is, you're holding me back from stepping into those places I've always known I was meant to step into. You're kind of holding me back from being who I've always been meant to be. And so how about this? How about we make a deal that from here on out, you can still be scared, Susan, and be there when you need to be. And I'm going to always hold you as fearless, Susan, and let you know it's okay and I've got your back. Can you imagine what that would be like if all of us, every person on the planet, which I know is not probably ever going to happen, right? Can you imagine, though, what would happen if we all could honor those deeper 
parts of us that were scared or confused or frustrated. And instead of working so hard to always, quote unquote, try to push it away and get rid of that feeling, we could just honor that feeling and let that feeling be there without letting it have power over us? Can you really imagine? Like, close your eyes. Imagine what your own life would be like if you allowed those parts of you that have held you back to no longer be in the driver's seat. If you no longer kept saying, but, I really want to do this, but, I really wish I could lose weight, but it's so hard. Or I want to start that business, but I don't know how. Or I really wish I could find love, but I keep picking the wrong person. What if we just allowed ourselves the opportunity to dive a little deeper without being so scared of the pain, without being so frightened by what we might see in ourselves. Can you imagine how you would step into who you are meant to be? How you would truly rise from the ashes of your past and you would find that purpose and that passion for your own life and start living it. Oh my God, that's, that's not really a crazy thought. And yet it seems sometimes like, oh, that's for other people. That's for the lucky people. That's for the people who have had easier lives. Well, as you've heard already from some episodes, I'm going to call bullshit on that. Because look, we all go through rough periods and we all have challenging things we've been through. As I talked about in a previous episode, trauma is not just the big T kind of traumas, like sexual assaults or domestic violence or living through a natural disaster or a car accident. It can be the little T traumas too. And so even if we've had a really amazing life up to this point, if you're really not living what your heart's voice is calling you to do, whether that's starting a business or leaving a relationship or moving to the place you've always wanted to go to or become the artist you've always wanted to be, or even just, you know, follow those passions as a hobby. If you want to draw, draw. If you want to write, write. You want to sing, sing. If you want to dance, dance. You don't have to be a professional at it with some, you know, paintings in a gallery or becoming part of a dance troupe or going on American Idol. You do have to, though, honor who you are and what your heart voice tells you. And one of the things that I found over this last week in recognizing Scared Susan more fully was that I was saying a lot of buts. And I'm really, really cautious about using that word. I really don't say the word but very often because I know how important language is 
and the language that we use and that we tell ourselves is part of the stories that we keep reinforcing in our own mind. And when we have all these experiences from childhood on up, and especially if we've lived in very difficult family units, there's a lot of language that we will have learned to use that will really be very negatively reinforcing. And guess what? That word but is a big one. It's a huge negative reinforcer. Just think about this for a second. Recall a time when you were a child with, I don't know, say your mom, and you did something and she was upset with you. Did you ever hear her say something like, I love you so much right now, but I am so angry at you? Or a teacher who said, I know that you did the best you could, but I really believe that you could have done a little bit better. Or what about a coach, like if you were on a sports team or something? Did your coach ever say something like, come on, you've got this, I know you have it, but you're just not paying attention. Pay attention. Things like that. That word, but, here's the truth about that little three-letter word. It negates everything that comes before it. So I'm married. Been with my husband for nearly 20 years. And he is truly the love of my life. And we don't often argue or not get along. And I know that there are times, obviously, as we all do because we're human, where we have gotten really pissy with each other, really sarcastic, really pissy, really upset, even really angry at each other. And maybe we don't even like each other very much in that moment. And we'll say things like that, like, you know, I love you so much, but why do you keep doing X, Y, Z? Or, you know, you're, you're so frustrating right now, but I love you. Now, that's kind of the opposite, right? If we think about it, when we say that word, but, all the words that came before the word, but, are just wiped out. Because all we hear is what comes after the but. And I realized that, in a lot of ways, Scared Susan was in the driver's seat because I was using a lot of buts. Even though I'm cautious about the language I use verbally, the language I was using in my head, the quiet chatter in my mind, was using a lot of buts. I would really love to do this but, or I wish I could do this but, or I hope someday but. So I invite you to take a look at what are your butts. And I don't mean your beautiful, gorgeous derriere that you're probably sitting on. Wait, did I just really say derriere? Who the fuck says derriere anymore? Is this 2019, almost 2020? Seriously? And I use derriere. Wow, that was trippy. I don't know why that came out that way. But hey, whatever. <laughs> I said it. Awesome. So not, not the butt that you're sitting on the buts that you say in your head, or the buts that you speak out loud, the buts that are said to you. I invite you to just start paying attention to how often you use that word but. 
Because every piece of language that we use, every piece of language that we hear ourselves say in our head, can either be a reinforcer for the positive stories that we believe are truths and we live by and we hold on to and we let guide and drive us toward the next step and the next step and the next step of our life to achieve those goals and live those dreams we've always desired and wanted to live, or the language we use can be part of those negative stories that we keep buying into as truths and let be the things that guide and drive us. Not in the positive way, though. They're the things that drive us away from our goals and our dreams because we allow people like Scared Susan and whoever it may be for you to be in the driver's seat. When we are not stepping into that place of power within ourselves, when we're allowing these emotions, these experiences, these stories, these conditions that we've grown up in or experienced or had in our lives to be the foundations upon how we see ourselves or our lives with past, present, and future, those are the very things that will either rob us of our nature of stepping into the infinite possibilities within each and every one of us, or they will be the very foundations that allow us to build a house of impact and sharing and purpose and possibility and passion that really does change the world. This is a short episode this week because I really just wanted to drive home the importance of the language that we use and how I recognized that even though I do this all the time with all my clients and friends and family, as a therapist, as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, as a sister, as a daughter, we're all human. And sometimes I need a mirror and I need someone to challenge me and to help me question my butts and to help me question my thoughts about things when I'm getting tripped up and caught up in my own head. And sometimes I need that outside person to really hold that mirror and space for me that says, hey, I see scared Susan there, and it's okay that she's there, and yet you are fearless, Susan, and you can hold her and walk with her And she doesn't have to be in the driver's seat, and it's okay. So I would invite you to not only look at the buts that you use and how often you say that, maybe even keep a tally. You know, one of those little 99-cent notebooks, they're those little 99-cent spiral notebooks that you get from like, you know, the drugstore or a grocery store or someplace like that. Just kind of carry one with you whether it's in your pocket or if you carry a purse or some kind of a carry bag, just put it in your pocket or your purse or your bag. And every now and then, 
just start noticing how often you say the word but, whether it's in your head or it's out loud, and just start tallying it up on your little notepad each day. And I bet you'd be really, really, really surprised at how often you use that word and how often it runs through your head. And I guarantee you that when you begin to change your language, just by the simple fact, as we've talked about before, with being aware of the language that you're using, you would be able to start to uncover some of the deeper feelings, emotions, thoughts, beliefs that are there driving those pieces of language in your head or verbally with others. And you would then be able to learn and utilize some of the tools and skills we've already talked about and will continue to talk about in order to really move through them. The biggest thing that brought people into my office as a therapist day to day was that they just felt like they were broken and didn't know how to work through something. And as I've said before, and I'll say again, my personal and professional belief is that there is no such thing as a broken person, ever. Who we are, though, are people who have lived experiences where we were taught labels and we were taught meanings and we learned to associate those stories with physical things we felt in our body. And then we gave it a label and we believed that's who we became. And I know with Scared Susan, part of this huge realization for me over this last week of my life has been that I allowed Scared Susan on some deep levels to feel unworthy and unlovable, even though I know as Fearless Susan that's bullshit, and it's not true. The fact is, Scared Susan is still a part of me and always will be because of the experiences I've had throughout my life and the way it has shaped me to be who I am today. I'm grateful for all that has been in my life, even if it was a tough obstacle or a horrible situation. I'm grateful because those experiences taught me how to learn to move through them. Because for me, it was a do or die, as I've talked about before. You know my story. For you, though, as you're just learning kind of how to begin to really identify your emotions and the experiences you've had and the stories and the contexts that you've given things and what I call the lies of all of that, it can be extremely frightening and really very painful in a lot of way. And that's what most people are really afraid of. And yet, if you just start to become aware of the language that you use and some of the words that you use that are either more positively reinforcing or negatively reinforcing, my God, you actually have the power now to change that. So that's one thing. Maybe get a little notepad and write down how many buts, the word but that you say throughout a day and tally it up for, let's just say a week. And then the other thing you can do that is really practical and can really kind of help you is really ask yourself, what's the worst that'll happen if I feel this thing? If I allow myself, like me in this last week, 
what was the worst that'll happen if I allowed myself to really face scared Susan? If I really allowed myself to let her have her voice, to feel scared, what was the worst that was going to happen to me? And the truth was, nothing. Nothing happened. And I cried, and I felt sad, and I threw a little pity party for myself for a little while, and then I said, hey, scared Susan's there, and it's okay. Guess what? Fearless Susan is also here, and they can hold hands from now on. And I no longer have to let scared Susan be in the driver's seat, which is ultimately going to be the things that hold me back and stop me from continuing to move forward in my life in the ways that make me sing, that make my heart sing, that make my soul feel fire in my belly and make my life feel like it's lit from the inside out. And so I'd invite you to identify that part of you that is either scared or frustrated or hiding, whatever it may be for you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even have to be an emotional label. Just find that part of you that feels like it's the thing that's holding you back or kind of getting in your way or talking shit in your head and give it a name, and then look at what the opposite would be. Just like mine was scared, Susan, and I came up with fearless, Susan. So I invite you to do the same and start having a conversation. And if you really want to kick your butts to the curb, and you want to step into the power of who you are meant to be, even if you aren't sure who that is, reach out to me. I would love to have a 30-minute conversation with you and really help you begin to learn to kick your butts to the curb and step into that place where you're learning or desiring or wanting or wishing to be that which you've always wanted to be and been meant to be, and you just haven't been sure how. I can help you with that. And that's why I do what I do. So send me an email at susandesenzi.com. And if you love what you're hearing here, and you know people who could benefit from these shows, whether it's just me kind of chitter-chattering away, or it's some of the guests I've had on, and there's a whole lot more guests coming. This is just going to be an incredibly exciting time over the next many months please feel free to share this podcast with anybody you feel would benefit. Because after all, we're all human. And we are on this adulting roller coaster of life that sometimes is a very emotional ride. And honestly, there's nothing to be afraid of. Not really. As long as you have the right tools and skills and you feel safe, that's the biggest thing. So reach out. I would love to hear from you. Have an amazing week. I can't wait to talk with you again next week. Look at those butts and kick them to the curb. I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. You've been listening to Infinite Possibilities, Rise from the Ashes of Your Past, where you're letting go, discovering who you are, and 
taking your life back. See the show notes for important links on today's show and go to the infinitelypossible.com for free resources, feedback, or to let Susan know what you'd like to see on the show.